Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're tuned into Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, where we break down all of the hottest celebrity gossip stories of the week, separating fact from fiction, and, you know, snarky replies. We've got it all. I couldn't do this alone, and while our deputy baby woman is healing in the hospital from an easy procedure, no need to worry about her. She should be back. Um, We are joined by the lovely and talented Gwen Flamberg. Hi. Well, hello. Good day to you, Trav. Good day. How are you? You know, I'm good, Gwen, because there are a lot of really fun celebrity gossip stories this week, and I'm done talking about Prince Harry's Todger just for this (laughs) week, just for this week. So, you know, before we get into all of these really salacious and fun stories of the week, let us always start with our woes of the week. These are the stories that just made our co-hosts just go aghast, clutch their, clutch their proverbial pearls, and, you know, say whoa. That's the spoiler. That's how it works. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go whoa this week? Well, Travis, Kim Kardashian is at it. Again. I knew it. <laughs> it was not enough for her to borrow the gown of Marilyn Monroe to wear to the Met Gala. She has now become the owner of another iconic fashion item. This time it is Princess Diana's Atala cross, the cross that is um, sapphires and diamonds. And it actually never belonged to Princess Diana, but she borrowed it from its owner, Naeem Atala. It's called the Atala cross several times, most notably Trav, when she wore the revenge dress. Mm. Remember the black off the shoulder Catherine and Walker gown? That was, it became known as Diana's revenge dress because she just looked so I mean, amazing and beyond hot. gorgeous, yeah, stylish, chic, hot, fashionable. Um, as opposed to at the time when Camilla was very, very dumpy and dowdy, and everyone was kind of like, What is Prince Charles thinking? But mm. that cross, it is sapphires and diamonds. Kim bid on it at a Sotheby's auction, the Sotheby's Royals and Noble auction. And she paid. Do you know what she paid for it, Trav? I do. I do. Two hundred thousand big ones. I mean, it's just so strange to me. On one hand, it's so strange to me because it's like the fact that she wants to own these iconic pieces to make herself more iconic, more legitimate. 
But then on the other hand, it's kind of like, well, who's having the last laugh? She's actually owning these iconic artifacts now. They are hers. And, you know, what the Kardashians have always been really good at doing is just transforming the narrative to be their own. And now, you know, she's got Marilyn Monroe's dress. She's got Princess Diana's cross. What is next? What's next? Well, I I, I know what's next, Glenn, because I see a pattern here. And I see how the Kardashians are the biggest social media influencers. They wear something, people see it and buy either the like or a dupe. But Kim Kardashian, where is she supposed to look? She's supposed to look to the legends of yesteryear, and they are her influencers, and she is buying up everything that comes across her For You page. So, you know, I, I see Elizabeth Taylor Diamonds in the Definitely. future, Definitely. who is her icon. I see her uh, buying things from Cher. Um, you know, just every oh iconic presence who she likes seem to be who she's influenced by. I'm waiting for her to get her hands on some Bob Mackie dresses. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, God, I got one in mind for her. But it's nice to see, um, you know, the influencers being influenced because, after all, they're just like us. They're just like us. And, guys, if you don't know um, about this story, you, you don't know the necklace and you want to see that gorgeous cross... You know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish and you can read all about it. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, the necklace is not what you think it looks like. It is much more uh, Catholic priest vibes than I thought it was going to be before I looked at it. Well, my woe of the week goes to Miss Miley Cyrus. She released her biggest single in the history of her career this week called Flowers. And it is a breakup anthem. And it is so clearly directed at Liam Hemsworth. And to call these Easter eggs is sort of a stretch because they've already found them. The Easter eggs, it's like that one your parent puts for like the three-year-old in the house that's right on top of the table. That's what these Easter eggs are. So not only does she... Um, cover Bruno Mars's song, If I Was Your Man. She follows the lines, you know, I can buy myself flowers. He said, I should have bought you flowers. And reportedly, Liam Hemsworth dedicated that song to Miley Cyrus when they broke up. So not only did she take the chorus of that and throw it in Liam's face, but she also released it in the States the day after his birthday. But it was actually in Australia where he was his actual birthday. (laughs) And the shade of, it is she also wears um a gold dress that people think might be jennifer lawrence's from the uh hunger games premiere but she definitely wears a black blazer that looks exactly like the one that he wore to avengers endgame where they notoriously had a spat on the red carpet she tried to push him away and take solo shots with her miley tongue and he said would you please behave for once you can see him mouthing and so just all of that shade and revenge just really made me go whoa and was just fantastic who doesn't love a great breakup song who doesn't love like that shade being thrown at somebody's ex especially when the breakup was so public the breakup was so public and that you know the five seconds on the red carpet really sort of got me anti liam hemsworth because it's when you can you behave for once like bro it's not even your movie and she's miley cyrus i thought she told you she can't be tamed but apparently you had to be told a second time (laughs) well let us get into some of the news because i can't wait to talk about this first topic gwen um kanye west is married us weekly can confirm wild so wild after 
Kanye West uh, went missing following a string of wildly appropriate and unneeded anti-Semitic outbursts. It was reported and confirmed by us last week that uh, Kanye West, who is 45, married Bianca Sensory. Sensory Sensori. We'll figure out next week. You know, with Kanye West girlfriends, you know I don't learn how to pronounce their names for a week, but this is now his wife. She is 27, and they married in an intimate uh, ceremony in Beverly Hills. There's still no marriage papers filed, so they had a marriage ceremony but haven't done the paperwork. I mean, he's weird, so who can explain it? Um, the two first started to da- uh, spark dating rumors in early January when they were spotted dining together at the Waldorf Astoria in LA, but their relationship appears to date back even further. In December 2022, Kanye West released a song called Sensory, spelled how she spells her name, C-E-N-S-O-R-I, Overload, which seemingly makes reference to her last name. Um, and if you want to know a little bit about her, I got that for you, too. <laughs> per her LinkedIn profile, she is an architectural designer for uh, the brand Yeezy, which, of course, Kanye owns. She's been with the brand since November 2020, um, which is how she first met Kanye. And before working with Kanye, yay, if you will, call just dick if whatever you want to call him yeah you know she was inappropriate is a good one um she was a student architect at db toscano architects which is a design consult firm in kelly to um (laughs) and one thing they seem to have in common is a love for fashion and design you know he loves that because she also started her own jewelry company nylons in 2016 and she explained that she created the brand after quote laying around with mesh and then pushing crystals inside the meshing and just making really simple chokers. Well, I love crystal mesh, as I always love to say. So, (laughs) you know, love crystal mesh, but hate Kanye. What do you think about this wild wedding, Gwen? I'm just counting down the days until it's over because we know that it's not going to last very long. Yay has many, many children, and these children don't need to be confused by a new wife in the mix. Kanye, yay, whatever we want to call him, is being his usual narcissistic, selfish self. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's kind of wild that they we didn't even... We couldn't even track them dating. We just all of a sudden saw that he got hitched. Well, it's so hard. It's so hard to track a couple like this when they're dating because they're also co-workers. So, you know, they're out to lunch. She's an attractive young woman. He's a rich, powerful single guy, but they're employees. But now they're married. So we can confirm that they're also dating. I, I don't. It's such a strange story. Very strange. I know. Well, we will see um, what we can dig up if they're going to have like a lavish ceremony or sign the papers. Something tells me they're not going to do either, but we will see. Mm. Well, Gwen, more than I love about a wild marriage story is a story that Us Weekly got to break exclusively. Don't you agree? Always, always, always. It just feels nice to have the competitors catching after us versus, you know, me having to catch up after them. So love that. And it is Selena Gomez is dating the Chainsmokers' um, Drew Taggart. Um, if you don't know who Drew is, he is the shorter, cuter one of the Chainsmokers, not the taller guy. You're welcome. 
<laughs> now uh, he's 33. She is 30 years old. Um, and a, a source tells us that they are dating and things are su- still new. They met through mutual friends um, and they have an instant connection and they really like where things are going. The source also says they have been taking, sorry, they've been talking ever since that they've been into each other and have fun getting to know each other. Now, Drew had another girlfriend just a few weeks back. Um, but job. A, Poor dear. I know Eve Jobs. Um, you know her last name because her dad invented Apple, but they were dating up until New Year's. Um, but uh, a source close to Drew told us that there's no overlap at all with him and Selegend Gomez. They were spotted as recently as this last weekend at the gutter. Um, the bowling alley in New York City. That's sort of, I don't love the gutter, but they were spotted at the gutter. It's a very, very low key hipster bowling place in Williamsburg. Definitely not a celeb hotspot. Again, no shade to the gutter, but it's just, it's a dive bar. Um, and according to an eyewitness, they were making out during their time on the lanes. Um, she also took some pictures and autographs with some fans. Um, but I think, I think they're cute. I think they're cute. They've, the, the Chainsmokers and Selena Gomez have worked together about like 10 years ago. So, you know, this is not coming from a source, but I feel like he's had a crush on her the whole time. Who hasn't had a crush on Selena? Come yeah, on. that's true that's true most most people have i mean when we broke this story travis there was violence on the interwebs people couldn't believe it they thought that we were making it up but of course it is in fact very true i love that selena is dating a musician because you know she was always music first even though i'm obsessed with only murders in the building and um you know, he's a little bit less famous than her. So that's always how it works out better. Yeah, you like that combo. And I just hope she has a lot, a lot of fun. Me too. I always thought Selegend was a little better of an actor than she was of a singer. Um, not that I don't love so many of her songs, but, you know, I'm I'm glad that she's with someone musical and artistic. Again, a little bit less famous than her is great. Yeah. And he's super cute and seems nice. So happy for them. And we will continue to follow their relationship. I'm just really happy that Selena Gomez has like a like a guy that she's interested about. And it's been so long. She's been through so many horrible things with her documentary, rehab, diagnosis, Justin Bieber of it all. I mean, mm-hmm. the legend really deserves this more than almost anyone in Hollywood. So happy for her. Yes. Well, let's stay, uh, put that happiness aside, Gwen, because we got to move on to Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And it is not a lovely tale. It is full of toxicity, one might say. <laughs> well, Britney Spears was at uh, a video of her at a restaurant recently, made the rounds on social, social media after rumors of her having a mental breakdown were posted by the gossip site TMZ. Um, but Britney Spears took to her Instagram to poke fun at the situation. Now, this is uh, a video of her and Sam at an L.A. restaurant having pasta. And the video, she does look very, I think a kind word is scatterbrained and all over the place. I can say with, you know, being kind to her mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, But she posted on January 18th, just mere days ago, um, of herself with a cat filter and a sticker of pasta. And she says, quote, all right, the best thing about the TMZ video to me personally, I'm starving, was the pasta. What if I jumped from one table to the next in the video and ate all of the pasta? Wouldn't that be hot? Um, She asked um, when Sam entered the frame 
uh, of her video that she posted and quipped like a cat along with the story. Um, Brittany also posted a video of her flipping off the camera with no caption and Sam posted on his own Instagram. Don't believe what you read online, people. That's a little weird because we didn't read it. We saw it. Now, this was a dinner on January 14th, and an eyewitness told TMZ um, that uh, Brittany was reportedly acting, quote, manic and talking gibberish, prompting Sam to storm out of the restaurant and that she left shortly after. The night of the restaurant incident, Brittany posted on Instagram, I know the news is all hyped about me being a little drunk at a restaurant. It's like they'll be watching my every move. I'm so flattered about um, me like, like the maniac then and have the... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Balls to talk about all of the negative things that happened in my past. However, insiders who work at the restaurant did report that Brittany was not the problem. The uh, restaurant employee said that the disruptor wasn't Brittany. It was the diner who taunted her by taking a video of her without a consent. Um, she was trying to hide behind the dinner menu, they said. That explains why Brittany was understandably upset and that Sam only left the building to get their car but did not storm out. Really good two sides to every story for that TMZ and the reporting um, by page six of the employee of the restaurant. Because after I saw that video, I was very concerned. But hearing from the employee, I feel a little bit better. What are your takes on this manic pasta gate? You know, as I say over and over again, I am truly worried about Brittany because she's just acting so erratically. She also was just in Maui and got a tattoo. She posted an Instagram reel of her getting the ink, but then she posted that she got the tattoo and that it was so terrible and she can't show a picture of it because it sucks. It really sucks. Yes. So God knows what she got. She's obviously going to get it fixed, but like, Homegirl is just acting very erratically, and it's worrisome. It is. And that tattoo was on her forearm. It's a very, very public place to get that. And then that she had, like, the tattoo artist was doing it while she was standing up and had her arm out. You know, as a person with a forearm tattoo, that they yeah. make you put it down on a flat, cushy surface. Put it on a, yes, on a, on a steady surface. I, I just I was very confused about that tattoo fixing where that tattoo artist was yeah. just letting her hold her arm out straight. I mean, I, I just I don't I don't like that at all. It's not good. None of it is good. It's not good at all. Not good at all. Well, let's move on to Alec Baldwin, who is having a more rough day than Britney Spears. So Alec Baldwin was charged today 
with two counts of involuntary manslaughter in the death of Helena Hutchins. Um, now, Hannah Greer's Reed, who you remember from us reporting on this when it happened, was the armorer on the film Rust. Um, and she was also charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Now, the armorer is the person who checks the guns for safety, makes sure they're not loaded, puts them on the prop, and then... Alec, of course, was the actor who filed, fired the gun that was not properly checked to see if it wasn't loaded. You know, he's saying that he didn't fire the gun. Meanwhile, there's forensic evidence that shows that he fired the gun because experts say there's no way that that bullet would have been released unless he had pulled the trigger. Right. So I don't understand why he is adding shade to this story it was a terrible horrific accident but someone's dead yeah and how can you say that you didn't fire the gun it's like there's there's cameras there it's a movie set there's tons of witnesses and from the shots that we shot it seemed very clear that alec fired the gun and it was you know his character that was doing it i just don't really understand um, but um, Helena Hutchins, the woman who's passed, her family released a statement right after the DA office shared the charges that were being filed. They said, we want to f- thank Santa Fe Sheriff and District Attorney for concluding their thorough investigation and determining that charges for involuntary manslaughter are warranted for the killing of Helena and conscious disregard for human life. Um, our independent now the DA's office said our independent investigation also supports that charges are warranted. It is a comfort to the family that in New Mexico, no one is above the law. We support our charges. We fully cooperate with this prosecution and fervently hope the justice system works to protect the public and hold accountable those who broke the law. Now, the New Mexico First Judicial District Attorney, what a mouthful, Mary Carmack Altwees, announced the charges Thursday morning, more than a year and a half after this tragic death. And Assistant Director Dave Hall signed a plea agreement for the charge of negligent use of negligent use of a deadly weapon. The terms of his uh, of his agreement uh, suspended sentence and six months of probation. Uh, the district attorney announced. Now, this sort of uh, looking at it as not a lawyer, our lawyer is not here today, Sarah, <laughs> our legal exactly. trainer is not here, but it makes me feel that the accountability for that Alec has for firing a prop weapon is far, far less than the person in charge of readying those guns for the set. And it seems that Alec was completely a puppet and had no idea. So I get how that is involuntary manslaughter. And that's a charge that could be brought up against him. But am am I making sense? Doesn't this feel strange that he is getting involuntary manslaughter, even though he was literally just the actor following the part? I agree. I think that it's very um, I was really shocked when the announcement came in that these charges were going to be criminal. Um, But I guess an an accident like this for it to be avoided in the future, Future, there has to be accountability so that, um, you know, in the future, every single person on that set would be a bit more um, just mindful of, of what's happening. You know, on a film set where guns are being fired, first of all, I, 
I, I really hope that they do some more investigation and they figure out like what happened there. It is still unclear what happened there. How did live ammunition end up in that weapon? Well, there's no I need feel bad for, for Alex. I feel bad for his family. I do too. I do too. It but makes it is no, what it is. right, and I guess that that is the law. Um, but and I thought that it was so wrong for them charging Alec, but now to hear that the insist the assistant director signed a plea agreement for um his charge of negligent use of a deadly weapon, that I guess if the assistant director is accountable, then Alec is accountable as well. It just seems like a total mistake that. You know, he shouldn't have to go down for. Right. Um, well, it is wild. And we will be letting you know about all of Alex's trial dates coming up. Again, it's just a really sad situation. And I'm more just confused. So, you know, I bet I can find someone to answer those questions. We'll be back next week letting you know, since the news just broke this morning, about what charges Alec could really be facing. If this is sort of just he's guilty and gets probation because he was involved in this. And they're more trying to set a precedent that every one should be double checking their weapons on set. Right, right. Well, in our last story, we're going to go to Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. I feel like we haven't Ooh. talked to them in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see this week how she said that she had a little PTSD before their wedding because of what happened last time? Understandable. J-Lo, she's just like us. She's just like us. She gets scared just like us. She said, quote, because her new shotgun wedding movie is coming out. She's doing a lot of press for that, of course. Whenever I see her and Josh Duhamel, I remember that Army Hammer was supposed to be the star of that movie and just get cringy vibes all over again. J-Lo says, we were planning to get married in August in Savannah. The family was going to be there. Everyone's going to be there. It was so stressful. It's so stressful. A month before, and I didn't know if you guys know this, but a month before that, 20 years ago, we were supposed to get married. And then Jimmy Kimmel, as she was talking to, said, I did hear that. Um, and JLo said, and it kind of all fell apart back then. And this time I was absolutely having PTSD. Like, is this happening? Is this going to fall apart? JLo says, we were so happy, but I just felt the wedding was so stressful. And one day Ben said, F it, let's just go to Vegas and get married tonight. He was like, go to rehearsal for your show and you get back here and I'll have everything set that up. She said it was funny because you have to go and get the license first and the whole thing. So we were standing at not the DMV, but whatever county's clerk's office and just sitting there and Ben standing there. And there was this couple in front of us, a baby with a baby, a gay couple behind us. And we were just like in line with them from 10 p.m. until midnight. We went last, um, last, last minute. And everybody was kind of chill. Nobody was freaking out. But they were talking to us like, hey, what are we doing here? Why are you getting married? And I thought this was the sweetest thing for Ben Affleck to do of J-Lo having PTSD. I don't know what you call PTSD cold feet. I'm sure that J-Lo is going to coin a term because she's been through it a couple times. Um, But it was just so sweet of him that she's like, you know, I'm afraid it's going to go south right beforehand like it did last time. He's like, let's just go get married in Vegas so you aren't stressed about this aspect for the wedding. I mean, adorable. Well, and now we know. Remember, at the time, we were kind of like, how did this happen? When did they decide to do this? Why are they getting married 18 times? You know, so like, 
That makes sense. It is really sweet. Again, it is so much stars. They're just like us. That's such a reality based way that they handled that situation. And I love it. Yeah. Um, but how about that dress that she wore to the shotgun premiere? Mm, my Sheer God. sparkling Valentino. It looked like the JLo glow in like dress form <laughs> it did and i was so surprised it was body. valentino because it was giving mm. me like ellie Saab, like all of that it was beautiful the, valentino yes it was gorgeous that yellow ribbon underneath i mean mm. everything that jayla wears just as soon as i see her face and i'm about to scroll down to the neck i already know i'm gonna get excited <laughs> well awesome. thank thank you j-lo for it's really a true honest thank you j-lo for bringing it to every red carpet and just making us smile and gag at the glam and thank you to gwen for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week again this is travis cronin of us weekly's hot hollywood pat podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion fame of your favorite celebrities because after all gwen they're not aliens they're just like us. They sure are. Well, we will be back next week with a new episode. And again, I'm so excited to not be talking about Prince Harry this week. It's nice to have a new bit of celebrities. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week. Nobody has frosted in their bits this week. Not yet. Not yet. But it is winter. (laughs) So Frost and Todgers could be on the horizon to the North Pole. All right. We'll catch you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.